God of life and more life, God of everlasting life, God of resurrection, help us feel or take in or get even a small glimpse of life, of a way of living that is not defeated by death. Give us imaginations for the possibility of wild and beautiful revolutionary transformation for your mercy without end. Amen. May the peace of the risen Christ be with you. Let's share the peace.
Thank you. 
comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 14, verses 1 through 12. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day, rise again. Then they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen clothes by themselves. Then he went home amazed at what had happened. The word of God. It is not easy to believe in resurrection. It is not easy to believe that the empire of death has been defeated. It's not easy uh, because um, we have lived in this world. It's not easy because since the last time we were all able to gather in here to proclaim that resurrection, unimaginable things have occurred. Do you remember not long ago where they used to print on the front page of the newspaper all the people that died the day before? I looked section B, I looked in travel section, I never saw them printed, printing out the number of resurrections the day before. It's not easy to believe that death has been defeated. Every year we stand up here and proclaim that Christ is risen, and seemingly he's the only one that doesn't show up. As I reread this text for this year, the the line that stuck in my head was, why do you look for the living among the dead? Why do you look for the living among the dead I know it's not the biggest upper in the whole text right there, 
But this is how the story, this story starts out, the resurrection, that they come and among the tombs and they're looking for Jesus' body to anoint it, not looking for the resurrection. They're looking for Jesus' body. And these men in these dazzling suits say, why are you looking for the living among the dead? Well, because recently that is what we have been doing. We have seen a kind of count of the dead like we haven't in a very long time, not in my lifetime. Even now when uh, COVID deaths are um, subsiding, it doesn't seem like unarmed black men are being shot any less. Where's the life in that among those dead? Every day we hear reports now in Ukraine, as even as the Russians pulled back, all the dead had been revealed. I mean, literally, people are going out looking for the living among the dead. I know you're probably looking for something different <laughs> on a Sunday morning, but come on. Have you been outside? <laughs> it doesn't feel like spring out there, but um, there's got to be things growing. There is a living among the dead, I'm sure. And so I, I don't, I, I hate to start out that way. It's just what, uh, it's what I've been living through and among. But please, hear that when I say, why do you look for the living among the dead? Please hear that in the spirit of spring. Hear that in the spirit of new growth. It's out there. Maybe it's getting a little bit covered by snow right now, but there are living things. There's new hope. There's the image of the newly baptized on this Easter Sunday standing up with water dripping into their eyes as they take their new place in this community. Tulip bulbs planted in the fall are finally fully, after a long, long winter, probably pushing up through the dirt, through the dirt, will soon be unfurling and raising their heads to the sun. Understand that this sentence is offered in the spirit of resurrection. We need to hear it. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? Because we have so long had our heads down living among these dead. Necessarily, we look for the living among the dead. But here in this text we have today, on the first day, early dawn, it says, they came to the tomb to prepare the body with spices they had made. But when they arrived, you know this whole part, you know it well, the stone was rolled away. They went inside the tomb, but they found no body. Nobody was there. They were perplexed. But before that perplexion had a chance to turn to reflection or revelation, two men in dazzling clothes appeared, angels, spiritual beings, first responders, dudes with really loud, bright suits. They're all the above. Maybe, even. And they said, 
I don't know, in unison, trading sentences. The Greek is uncertain. They said, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Remember how he told you this would happen, that he would be crucified, and on the third day he would rise again? These men in these shiny suits are saying, it is the third day. It is now the third day. And then they remembered, oh, oh. And then they rushed to tell the others, it's the third day. It is the third day. And they sang as they ran, it is the third day. Now I want to get this next part right. They told all this to the 11 and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. It's hard to believe in resurrection. It's hard to believe that death has been brought up and brought through the resurrection. Up to this point, the gospel writer has been using the pronoun they to describe all the actors in the narrative section. Who came to the tomb on that first day at early dawn? They did. And here, because it's Easter Sunday, you could even do a little call and response thing here. I know it's Easter, so it's fine. It's even fine for artists and introverts on Easter Sunday to do call and response. So I'll say a thing, and you say, they did. I promise I won't abuse your trust. Who made the spices that were going to be used in preparing the body? And who found the stone rolled away from the tomb? Savior. Yeah. And who went inside the tomb and found nobody? Savior. Yes, and while they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. Now here the gospel writer shows their hand a little bit more, writing, two, writing that the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men, these bright, shiny men, not the other 11 that didn't believe, the shiny men in the loud suits said to them, the bright, shiny men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, he is risen. And you might say, after I say he is risen, you say, I mean, a lot of you were Baptists, so I know you don't pick up on this that well. Um, yeah, so would I say that, would I say this, that, uh, that yeah, that he has risen. He has risen He has risen indeed. Okay, I abused your trust a little bit. I made you, I gave you another line. Now back, now, that, now the writer goes back to the genderless pronoun. They run, they return from the tomb. They told all these things to the 11 and to all the others. Here, the gospel writer wants to make their point. Here is where it gets underlined, highlighted, made bold. The gospel writer says, they says, it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But the apostles did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. 
They did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. That kind of thing makes it hard to believe in the resurrection. Now, I'm not manipulating the text to speak relevantly in this current cultural climate. No, no, I'm not. I'm just reading what is in here and what this gospel writer, the point he's trying to make. It's this wake-up call. Even then, the gospel writer is pointing out something about these men make it impossible for them to embrace this proclamation of revelation. They're looking for the dead, and they're not open to hearing anything that different from these women. This is what the Bible says. That was a long time ago. <laughs> it's still, I guess, very relevant. The gospel writer is making this point very clear. All of Jesus' followers who went to the tomb on that very first day and discovered that Jesus' body was not there were the women, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and all the other women. It says it, it's like, it's like a prophetic refrain. It was meant to be a prophetic refrain. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women. This will be hard for you. Who was it? I know, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women. That's pretty good. Um, the angel said it. Why do you look for the living among the dead? Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women, they told the apostles that Jesus had risen just like he said they would on the third day. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women told the apostles that it is the third day. It is the third day, and the apostles are turning to each other and asking each other, do you think? What? They're saying from the dead? Come on. What about, they said, what? Nonsense. The Bible said the apostles did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Some people are looking for the dead among the living. Some people can't see past the dead. Some people whose mechanisms and systems depend on the death drive can't imagine any unsanctioned resurrection a turn and a proclamation that they did not orchestrate, manipulate, or proclaim. But Peter, Peter gets up and he's heading for the tomb. And then the other apostles are all following him and the women. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women are yelling after them, wait, don't, stop. You're looking for the living among the dead. Where are you going? He is not there. They're all running to the tomb. And the women are saying, we told you, he is not there. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? He's risen. This from the mouth of the women, of the resurrection, it's not a chastisement of the men. It's not shame. It is prophetic. It is the prophetic message that God, through God's messengers at the tomb, has given not only to Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, but all the other women. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? Why are we looking for the living among the dead? We all need to hear this. We, 
have been prone through real life experience over these last years, most pointedly, to wake up in the morning and look for the dead and hope for the living. In our communities, in our culture, in our country, in this world, why are we looking for the living among the dead? Open your eyes. The dead among us and inside us will rise and the tombs will be empty. No longer how, no matter how long we sit beside them, no matter how much we wish otherwise, resurrection has happened. We have to stop wandering among the tombs. We have to stop looking for the living among the dead. There is new life. It is Easter. It's hard to believe in the resurrection, and it's hard to believe that the empire of death has been defeated. It doesn't happen like a light switch in an instant. It didn't just happen today. Because this, while a proclamation of the resurrection, this is a ritual. It's a transformational reenactment, a transformative practice of what already has happened and what is certain to come. It's not easy to believe and to live life as if we know with certainty that there is real reason to hope that all the overwhelming evil will one day be redeemed. It's not easy to live in our world and to keep that alive in us. That is why we practice this. That's why we come here not only on this Sunday, Easter Sunday morning to proclaim the resurrection, but every week to come back together and to practice, to practice living in hope, to be reminded to believe in new life, to be reminded to look for the living and not keep our eyes on the dead and dying world as we move through it. Practice resurrection. House of Mercy podcast. You can experience all this live every Sunday at 5. Check houseofmercy.org for all the details. House of Mercy is a church in St. Paul. You should come. It's not that bad.